Welcome to another episode of The Wave. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome. It's the weekly news and chat show from the technically world famous bottom of the stream podcast. Technically world famous? Yeah. Why only technically? Because I wouldn't say we're listened to by millions. No, that is true. <laughs> but they are worldwide. There are there are people all over the world that listen, so technically, I guess you're right. We love you all. We, absolutely. I didn't mean that sounds so creepy. <laughs> We love you all. <laughs> Absolutely, we love everybody who listens to this show, even if you only ever listened once or yeah, I just, to I just, I just however love, many episodes we've done these I days. I just love everyone. There seems to be a dispute over the episode count. Really? Apple think we've done a certain amount, and Podbean seem to think we've done a lot less than that. Really? Which so, is weird, as they publish as it. They, pu- they should know. <laughs> you would so, think. But Apple number them, and they're up to like 350-something. Okay. And Podbean are not even at 300 yet. I feel so, like... Apple are probably correct. Yeah, I think so. I did, I'd probably go in and count them at some point, but I okay. just don't want to. <laughs> but there's been a lot. That's all we know. We're we'll do that. Over halfway through we season eight of this show now. We should do some kind of archiving. Yeah, maybe. Just, just get like, rid of So them. we've got a few numbers because when... I thought you meant get always... rid of the earlier No, episodes. no, I meant like... <laughs> get rid of season one. A bit of statting. So when we go... Yeah. Oh, that film from that... Whenever. Because you know how rubbish I am with names. Yeah, maybe we do need like a... Bottom of the, this feels it's, like an off-air conversation. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> bottom of the stream Bible that we can just refer to. Yeah. So there's a few films uh, for this week's film that I want to uh, reference. Yes. Because there's a few similarities in other films we've seen before. I think. Yeah, I think so. I think, I think so. Uh, how are you? I'm good. Yeah? Yeah. Good week? Uh, yeah, it's been, a, it's been an all right week. Yeah? Uh, I've not seen any vampires this week. So that's, that's good. That's More magicians? That's a step forward. No, no, <laughs> no more magicians. Any travelling circuses? No. Good. No travelling circuses, uh, but, you know, the days are starting to get lighter. They are. So maybe circus season is coming to town. I don't know. I guess so. When do circuses, when are they? I have no idea. What do they do in the winter? Uh, They hibernate. Do they? Yep. Wow. Because they have bears and stuff, don't they? The bears have to hibernate. hibernate. Yeah. So the bearded lady and the... It's gone, it's gone off piste already. Already. We're only talking about circuses because of last week's movie. Yeah, last week's movie. Do you want to talk about that briefly? The Theatre of Fear. The Theatre of Fear. AKA. Or the Midnight Horror Show. Yeah. I mean, look, what an episode. I listened to the episode today, actually. Did you? Excellent. And I really was it good? En- yeah, I really enjoyed it. Good, I'm glad. I was like, that was fun to do. As long as me and you were enjoying this shit, that's <laughs> all that matters. That's why we started this thing. Exactly. Look, it's a awful, awful movie. It's a terrible movie. But... I kind of mean that as a compliment. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. It's yeah, absolutely. Do. And, and I think, I think that came across in the episode. Yes. I know. um I spoke to Alex, who I sit next to at work today. He he goes he watches all of the movies that we do on the show. Yeah, because he's 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 like a fan. Um, and it, that's the first time he's ever really watched a movie like that. Okay. Because he he wasn't listening. I didn't know him when we did Werewolves of the Third Reich. He hasn't watched any of the Robert films. Yeah. So this is his first real experience of low-budget British B-movies. Sure. And he said it wasn't the worst film we've seen this season by far. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> so, and that's coming in with fresh eyes. Yeah. So I was impressed. I said, well, you need to watch Robert then and Werewolves of the Third Reich if you enjoyed it. You can <laughs> join our next watch-along. Absolutely. We'll uh, do some more watch-alongs. Uh, look, if, if you... All I would say is all power to you if you can overlook the fact you couldn't hear the film. <laughs> so. He did say he'd watched it with headphones in, so he did okay, with earphones in, so he could hear it. But he understood the uh, 
Yeah, there's an issue with the sound mixing in that film, <laughs> for definite. Yeah, I just thought that was interesting, going in with fresh eyes on a movie like that. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Definitely. What are we uh, watching this week? Uh, this week, we are watching a movie called The Decline. We are indeed. A French-Canadian movie. Yes. Netflix original. Yeah. Bit bigger budget than last week's movie, I would imagine. I mean, yes. There's explosions. There's, yeah, there there's all sorts of shit snow. going on. Snow. Lots of snow. Skidoos. Skidoos. Love a skidoo. <laughs> bigger cast. There's all sorts of stuff going yeah. on. Actual actors. It's great. I'm looking forward to talking about I, it. I'm, I can't wait to talk about it, actually. I'm, um, I'm really, really excited. I, I thought it had. It says about yeah, I don't want to say anything, actually. No, it's, a, it's about a survivalist yeah. camp that, that goes wrong. That's it's it's quite twisty and turny. Yeah, there's a lot going on in it. Yeah. So you were. So come back here next week. Uh, no, come back here Thursday. Thursday on this very feed. We'll we'll find out what we thought of what it. What we thought of the decline. Because I know what I thought of it. I'm not sure what you thought of it. So I'm excited to go on that journey. Mm, me too. I am as well. Good. I don't. I don't really know what you've made of this. So I'm quite. I like it. <laughs> it's been it's suspiciously like quiet. Yeah, we haven't really spoke this week, have we? No, I'm very busy. So yeah, went to see a stand-up comedian on Sunday. Oh, good. That was good. Yeah, enjoyed that. Went to see Maisie Adam. Oh yeah, she's really yeah. funny. It was really so good. Cool. It was good, good times, good fun. I go to another one this Sunday, so I should tell you about that next week. Okay, it was good. She's good. Uh, I've been to the cinema. We'll come to oh. that later on as well. I've had a busy week. Wow, got stuff to talk about for a change. Amazing. <laughs> but in the meantime, shall we do some Netflix news? Uh, let's do that. What have we got? Uh, a very interesting story to kick us off. Okay, and that is that this week. Netflix have applied their little old, this program is leaving Netflix on blah, blah, blah. 15th of March. Yep. You can, from then, you will no longer be able to watch on Netflix worldwide, Arrested Development, which is really interesting. That is really interesting. Because seasons four and five Arrested Development, Netflix made. made. Yeah, they were made by Netflix. Yeah. So are they going, the whole thing's going? Yeah. Uh, There are... Even stranger, yeah. Rumors swirling that this show might soon pop up on Disney Plus. Oh, has a sale been made? No, it's it's to do with the rights, the streaming rights for it, uh, right. and it's quite complicated because the first three seasons were made by Fox. Yep. Netflix bought bought the rights to them. They then made seasons four, seasons five. Uh, those streaming rights are expiring. And Arrested Development, at least at the minute, will will leave Netflix as of mid March. They must have. I say at least at the minute because yeah. if you remember, months ago we were talking about Lilyhammer yes. leaving Netflix, we the were. first Netflix original. Yes, that's not leaving anymore. Oh, okay. They've extended the deal. Mm, okay, I wonder. Uh, but yeah, there's lots of complicated. Sort I get of... that as the deal of like the first three seasons, but if Netflix made and owned the fourth and fifth season, yeah. You wouldn't think that'd come as part of the deal, would you? Unless they've sold it alongside the rights. Yeah, well, the, the, there is a, a sort of school of thought that this is a way that Netflix can um, save a bit of money. Bring some money in. Um, by by cutting sort of some res- residual uh, fees. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of legal small print for them to work out. But yeah, as it stands... It's going. It is going. I'd never got to the last season and I'm thinking... Do you need to get to it quickly? Uh, no, I was like, I'm sure it's just come out and I was reading about this and it said, yeah, it's for uh, five years. <laughs> <laughs> so. Wow. 
that's that's that why should tell you everything. That's why that clock is ticking. So uh, yeah, Arrested Development's leaving Netflix, but Lily Hammer's sticking around. Yeah, so it could lose. It could be one of the first times Netflix, you know, okay through a technicality, loses its own original content. Uh, the only other sort of times I could think of are the Marvel series that they yeah, yeah, yeah. they co-produced, Daredevil, Jessica Jones. They're now on Disney Plus over here. Yeah, they Netflix are. shows. So yeah, hmm, interesting. We'll follow that one. See All this cross-pollination of streaming. Yeah, there's money changing hands somewhere. Ownership. Uh, do you like beef? Yeah. <laughs> it's one of my favourite things. <laughs> then you might like uh, to check out the new trailer for the new Netflix TV show called simply Beef. <laughs> Sounds good to me. What is it about? Uh, it stars Stephen Yun uh, and Ali like Wong. Oh, really? No. I didn't like him in The Walking Dead, and he's put me off him ever since. Uh, April the 6th, you can watch Beef. Uh, it follows those two actors as two people who uh, become consumed by a feud, which is sparked by a road rage incident. Uh, oh, right. Yun plays Danny Cho, a contractor who's struggling both with work and life, who's described as having a chip on his shoulder. Wong plays an ent- entrepreneur named amy lau who has a seemingly perfect life until it is disrupted by her feud with danny uh, okay. also stars joseph lee young manzino maria bello ashley park mia serafino uh remy holt and justin h min i didn't know you weren't a fan of stephen young yeah I thought never... he was kind of like an everyman that I, no I, one really had a problem i don't really ha- i wouldn't say i have a problem with him <laughs> i wouldn't fight him if he walked in here now i just didn't like his character in the walking dead and I think I've only ever seen him in that and Nope. Okay. And he's all right in Nope, to be fair. I just don't like Glenn in The Walking Dead. I think I was the only one who cheered when Negan put his axe through his head. That was the last ever episode of The Walking Dead I watched. Oh, was it really? Never. Uh, what? Just never went back after that. Because you like Stephen Young. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've, I've never watched. Uh, yeah, I never watched an episode that he wasn't in. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure he wasn't in all of them, but yeah. yeah. I, 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 I went a little bit longer, but I didn't go very far it wasn't really an from what i remember it wasn't really an active decision it wasn't like in protest of that story it was just like i find oh well that's a bit of a downer uh never quite got back around to it i find the walking dead fascinating because at one point that was the biggest show in the world 100 percent. and then it finished this past few months ago and nobody noticed with an absolute whimper absolute went out of a whimper and I think it's the sort of thing people will make documentaries about in the future. How that show went from the fall, the rise and fall of The Walking Dead will be a thing at some point. Because literally nobody watched it at the end. Yet there's still going to be five spin-offs or something. So they say. Yeah. That's just to keep the fans who stuck around happy. And mm. eventually they'll all peter off and none of them will ever get made. It just... Considering how sort of groundbreaking it was. Yeah. Just... It was huge. Just got left behind, didn't Completely. it? Completely. By other, completely. By season three, season four, Genre it was the biggest stuff. show in the world. Yeah, and then it just petered away. Yeah, it's mad. So people will be making documentaries about it one day. Next, I, I know we love a bit of news about a Netflix button. We do. Well, let's pour one out because Netflix has retired the shuffle button already. They yeah. didn't give that very long, it's did they? been given a very quiet burial. <laughs> Because <laughs> to be honest, I never saw the point in it. I, I, I pressed it once when it, uh, when it yeah, first. and then still didn't watch what it was suggested. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, 
Yeah. Who's, sort of. who's going onto Netflix and just going, I want to watch something, anything. I don't care what it is. I'm just going to press a button and something will start playing. I don't think anybody does that. And I've proven the point here because obviously they've got rid of it. Yeah, it's a good it's a good question because um, it isn't the whole one of the whole traditions of Netflix is sitting there scrolling yeah. for hours <laughs> trying to decide what you want to watch before eventually giving up and running out of time to watch anything anyway. I think I pressed it once and got like uh, what's the Gene Hackman and uh, Richard Pryor movie from the eighties oh, really? where one of them's blind and one of them's deaf. I got um, an Alan Partridge episode once. Okay. It was random. And I think the Jackass movie came up when I pressed it. Yeah. But I was just trying it. I wasn't never intending sure, to watch anything sure. that came up. Uh, yeah. Quietly removed due to low usage. That doesn't surprise uh, me. Debuts only in 2021. Mm. I wouldn't uh, have even said it was that long ago, to be honest. Uh, this is sort of corporate speak on. 101. This is uh, Netflix's statement said. We have sunset the surprise me <laughs> feature on Netflix for members around the world on TV and Android devices. We will continue to invest in other ways to give members more options and ways to explore and discover content they want to watch. Uh, the fact that this was discontinued seemingly at the beginning of January or late December and nobody's <laughs> noticed until now tells you quite a tells you something. It officially went uh, in January. Uh, but it did start being removed in December. And it's now middle of February and we're yeah. talking about it. <laughs> that shows you everything you need to know about that, I think. Rest in peace, shuffle. Do you like documentaries? Yep. Do you like porn? <laughs> um, no. <laughs> you don't have to answer. Uh, Netflix has announced that... On March the 15th, you can't watch Arrested Development anymore. But fear not, you can watch... Porn. <laughs> Money Shot. Okay. The Pornhub story. They're making a documentary about Pornhub. Yeah. Nice, okay. Uh, it will release on the 15th of March. Don't say release. <laughs> uh, and features interviews with performers, activists, past employees and will offer a deep dive into Don't the deep dive. successes and scandals <laughs> of the website. Uh, would you like to me to read the press release? Yes, please. Pornhub, the internet's most famous adult entertainment platform, fundamentally changed how pornography is made and distributed. This enabled an erotic content creators to reach a massive... <laughs> don't say massive audience while the company made billions of dollars but it also became embroiled in allegations including non-consensual material and trafficking on the site uh, as anti-trafficking organizations seek justice for victims can the online giant protect those from whom they profit or is this a new wave of censorship for adult performers yeah, okay interesting uh directed and produced by Suzanne Hilliger. She says, This documentary has required us to grapple with what sexuality and consent means when billion-dollar internet platforms thrive on user-generated content. March 15th. Cool. Are you going to watch it? I, probably not. I <laughs> feel like I've got a bit of a documentary backlog, and I'm not sure that'll be top of my list. Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, although, you know, hopefully it's, you know thoughtful and 
not just exploitative, but it says Netflix we're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. Interesting. Next. Uh, Netflix has commissioned uh, an anime series based on an acclaimed manga. Okay. Which, for people who are into uh, this franchise, will be great news. Uh, and that is Pluto. And will be set for release later this year. Uh, Netflix has released a sneak peek already. Okay. Uh, praised by many as a masterpiece. This wow. series, okay, apparently, um, I, I literally know nothing about manga or anime. <laughs> I, I, it's well, a whole new world for me. Pluto is a suspense drama which takes place in a neo-futuristic world where humans and high-functioning robots live in complete harmony. Uh, the globally acclaimed manga has won numerous awards, including uh, the Tezuka Asumu Cultural Prize. Uh, it had a stage adaptation. Wow. In 2015 and toured the Japan and Europe. Uh, the author of of Pluto of the original series says, "I applaud the courage of everyone that has taken on the challenge of making an anime based on Pluto. I'm excited about the birth of this new series to win over people's hearts." That's nice, isn't it? That is nice. What a lovely thing to say. Yeah. And there's already a little bit of a trailer out there, there on is. on YouTube. Yeah. Check it out if you're interested. Robots, futuristic, anime. Japanese. Ticks a lot of people's boxes, that does. Does indeed. I know one artist who will be very excited. <laughs> Next. Do you want to see Princess Diana fight Deadpool? Sounds like a celebrity death match I want to see. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Of course because uh, Emma Corrin has been cast as the villain in Deadpool 3. Oh, okay. She's... She's the uh, Princess Diana in the Crown. Uh, in the, she was the first princess. Oh, they changed it. Didn't you Di- it? Was she? Uh, yes, they changed it, didn't okay, they, I for the know. last series? She was, uh, yeah, the younger version. Okay. In the last two series, yeah, she has been cast alongside Ryan Reynolds and obviously Hugh Jackman. Obviously, who's coming back? Yeah, isn't he playing uh, Wolverine again? Isn't he? Yeah. Uh, the role is as yet unspecified so i'm sure all you marvel geeks can start to speculate about who she may be playing yes i'm sure there's uh, some rumors out there already yeah um she's had she's she's quite a star on the rise is emma yeah, Corrin. she really is she did lady chatler's lover didn't she for netflix recently yeah. uh, and she was in she my policeman with, i was gonna say she did that one with harry styles yeah, yeah. Mm, interesting I'm looking forward to Deadpool 3. I like the Deadpool franchise. It's just yeah, fun, I, I, um, I was not sure why Deadpool 2's not really much worse than the first one, yet it seemed to get a lot of flack. Yeah, yeah they're about the same. I don't yeah. think there's that much difference. I don't there. think so either. I've only seen both of them once, but I like them. Yeah. Next. Do you like Tom Holland? Of course I do. do Everybody like, likes Tom Holland. Do you like Fred Astaire? I don't know much about Fred Astaire. He was a dancer. I oh, know he was a dancer. <laughs> the film was that. Well, Tom Holland is going to be playing Fred Astaire. Oh, cool. Okay. In a new movie directed by Paul King, okay. who you may or may not be aware uh, was the director of Paddington. Right. 
uh, and also the mighty boosh. Okay. That's a random three things together. <laughs> but that's only part of the story. Right. Uh, because there is another Fred Astaire movie uh-huh. going before cameras. Okay. That one will star Jamie Bell. As Fred Astaire? Yes. The the Battle of the Billy Elliots. Exactly. <laughs> it's a staring contest. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> we've topped it. We've topped out. That's it. Done. Yeah, two Fred Astaire movies are in the works. Wow. Do you think Why? Both? I don't know. <laughs> it's like uh, Armageddon and Deep, Deep Impact. Impact. It always seems to happen, doesn't it? How random. Uh, I feel like the Tom Holland one would be much more successful. Do you think that's where the money is? Yeah, surely. If Paul King's directing it, Tom Holland's in it. People are watching that. Yeah. I've, yeah, it feels like there's a lot of goodwill yeah. would go with that. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Uh, the, Nothing against Jamie Bell, obviously. <laughs> the Tom the Tom Holland version is said to focus on Astaire and his relationship with his sister. Okay. Uh, who were inseparable in the, their younger days, basically when he was in vaudeville before he hit the big time. Right. Where it's believed the uh, Jamie Bell starring one will more focus on Astaire's relationship with Ginger Rogers. Oh, okay. So a bit so Different times on. in his life. I feel like Jamie Bell's older than Tom Holland by a considerable amount. I think he probably I is. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, Jamie Bell was Billy Elliot in the make, films, wasn't he? Maybe then... they'd make a good double feature. Yeah, maybe. The Astaire double feature. Maybe you just do one as a, se- one as a prequel and one as a sequel. Yeah, no, they're definitely different, rival different productions rival as opposed to uh, joined up things. Tom Holland started playing Billy Elliot on stage. Right. So that must have came out a long time after the Jamie Bell movie came out. Sure. So the Jamie Bell must be older than Tom Holland. Yeah, I think Considerably so. older. Yeah. 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 Wow. Cool. There we go. Two Fred Astaire movies for the price of one. I know. We've waited all this time. <laughs> have we? Yeah. yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh Quick sequel announcement news. Go on. You went the other week <laughs> to watch Plane. I did go and watch Plane the other week. I very much did with Gerard Butler. Well, it's already had a sequel commission. Excellent. Uh, it's called Ship. No, it isn't. Yeah. It's called Ship. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Wow, is Gerard Butler going to be in it? Uh, is he going to become a pilot? Gerard a Butler is not yet confirmed. He's just given up on piloting and he's turned into <laughs> ship captaining. Mike Coulter has already signed up. Okay. Uh, and the director, Jean-Francois Richet, has signed up as executive producer. Um, okay, that's interesting. That, <laughs> that's apparently, weird. it will follow on from the uh, first Okay, well, that movie. makes sense because... No spoilers or anything, but that one one of those characters is on an island. Yes, which is surrounded by water. Yes, and ships go on water. At the end of the movie, he doesn't <laughs> return with the rest of them. Yes, plane, ship. What's next? Car, walk, <laughs> scooter, scooter. <laughs> I Segway. Love it. Just gets l- Just more low them. stakes every sequel. <laughs> Just, yeah, can't wait till we get to like rollerblade, rollerblade. Yeah, <laughs> pogo stick. <laughs> wheelchair <laughs> wheelchair <laughs> oh brilliant yeah ship is on its way ship's on its way 
because Plane did so well. Is that all your news? Yeah, that's all the news. That's a quick news feature this I week. I know. Oh, look, all my stuff that I wrote down that I've watched <laughs> this week has disappeared. <laughs> well, uh, Fucking no tap we'll is do useless. It, do it on the night. <laughs> we'll just do it on the day. Have you watched anything good at the top of the stream? I've only, despite not being sure about it last week, all I've been watching is Physical 100 on Netflix. Oh, you're still watching it? Yeah. Still going with it? How yeah. is it? Because I was, it's been re- uh, released a couple of episodes a week. Right. And I was behind, I was well behind. Yeah. I'd say I've just spent a week catching just up. Just catching up. So on I'm pretty, I think there's one, the finale is coming out on Tuesday, I think. Okay. So, yeah, it's, I've enjoyed this week's episodes a lot more because there's a lot less people in it now. Because we've got rid of some of these puny. Oh, the cannon fight has gone. <laughs> yeah. So you, you get to know the people a bit more. There's less of the introductory, the heads, you know, the talking heads and yeah. the, oh, not gonna, oh, clearly this guy's about to get eliminated. So. <laughs> I don't really care about him. I, I really, I'm really enjoying it. I know me, me, myself and Ross have talked about it quite a bit. In yeah, the I've noticed you've been it, talking so. about it in there. I, it's terribly edited, but it's it's the actual games are great. Like, genuinely edge of the seat sort of stuff. So the games are great, but the show's rubbish. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? No, because I'm, I'm in really invested because I really want, like, a couple of people, I'm like, yeah, I really hope you, like, win or get yeah. to the end. Um, and and also there's that like there's always as there is with these sorts of shows the elements of well, that guy's an arsehole can't wait <laughs> to see him get humiliated somehow do you think it's an audience test for this new Squid Game show that they're doing is there an audience there for it we'll find out with this show it's going to have a similar Look, crowd it, I think it's a little bit of a lazy comparison to say it's like Squid Game because yes you get eliminated and there are games <laughs> but like you have They're to be. This is like world's strongest man, right? Okay. On, I feel like there's a crossover audience there. Though. Yeah, there, there probably is, but you know, more high tech. It's 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 where Squid Game is. Squid Game. Squid Game is not <laughs> about the physicality, is it? No, that's, the, that's true. Um, yeah, it's more of a mental challenge, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. I what I can see is there being, if Netflix are happy with the ratings of this to to just go down their old trick of well here's physical 100 europe yeah his physical 100 america exactly yeah yeah Yeah. Uh, so in that respect it might be a bit of a test run yeah yeah okay fair enough so that's all you've been watching pretty much yeah sweet how about you Uh, i said last week during the show during the wave that i would start lockwood and co oh yes and i did good i've watched four Nice. Or five episodes of Lockwood Four and Co. or five. Four or five. And I'm actually really enjoying it. Oh, good. It's actually quite a good show. It reminds me, it's got a little bit, do you remember The Last Bus? Yes. That we talked about briefly last yes. season. It's a bit like an older version of that. Yeah. But it also reminds me quite a lot of Elementary. Okay. You know, the Sherlock Holmes with Johnny Lee Miller, that's, yep. that show. It reminds me of a little bit of that. Oh, that's cool. Similar that's vibe. Um. But no, I'm quite enjoying it. The story's really good. The the three main characters are really good, considering they're all pretty much newcomers. Uh, the main guy, Anthony Lockwood, has never done any acting before in his life. They've plucked him straight out of drama school. Oh, so I listened to an good. interview with Joe Cornish this week. Um, he was on one of the podcasts that I listened to. I can't even remember which one it was. And he was talking about how they cast it and how they didn't want like known people in there. And then Nigel Planer turns up last night. Oh, awesome. So, what more can you want from your, your ghost hunting show? Brilliant. Yeah, no, I'm really enjoying it. It's good so far. 
I've done I've done four or five. I think there's eight. So I'm nearly there. I haven't I haven't seen it myself. I, my my wife and my eldest daughter said they tried the first one and they didn't really enjoy it. But I think she might be a bit too young. Yeah, I think, mate. They're, they're, not they're, my wife. <laughs> your wife's definitely young. not young. Ooh, don't tell her I said <laughs> she that. She doesn't listen. That's fine. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, they marketing it as a young adult show. And I think, yeah, it's it's quite... The ghosts are quite scary. Yeah. Because the concept is that ghosts are accepted in society. They're real. People know they're real. Okay. Um, and young children to teenagers... I've all been given like special abilities to deal with that. Yeah. So some are listeners, some are seers, some can feel where they're going to be, that sort of thing. So all these little agencies of youngsters have popped up to try and get rid of these ghosts. Because if a ghost touches you in this world, you die. Oh, okay. If you cannot be touched by a ghost, it will kill you. So they've got to get rid of them, basically. And that's why all these little agencies of children are popping up because they're the only ones that can really deal with it. And that's the concept of the show, and it's it's quite an interesting concept. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, and it's it's aimed at young adults. They're saying, but I'm really enjoying it, and I'm far from a young adult. Have you ever seen a ghost? No, I don't think I have. I don't think we've ever had this conversation. I don't think we have. No, definitely not on the show. No, have you? No, which is really disappointing. <laughs> I'm I'm like, I'm not against the idea. No, not me. Of ghosts. I don't I don't think I believe in ghosts. But I definitely believe in be, like I'm open-minded, energy, but I'm not. I think. I think I believe in energy, residual energy from situations. Okay. If bad things happen in bad places, I think that sticks bad around. Bad juju. Yeah. My, my wife's seen a ghost. Has she? Yeah, she said they, they moved house. Because of the ghost? Because of the ghost. Oh, wow. She used to stand at the end of her bed. Oh, dear. Little girl. Oh, no, that would freak me out. I don't, I'd rather see an adult ghost than a child ghost. Hmm. I think children have been much more scary. Shit goes on in this house all the time. Things fall off shelves, things fall over and shit. Those uh, pop vinyls above your head, they're constantly falling off. Yeah, but they're all top-heavy, those things. Some of them are blue-tacked down now. Okay, fine. That's a bit <laughs> uh, yeah, weird. But yeah, they've been up there for years and occasionally one of them will just jump off. Yeah, so. got to have some fun, haven't they? Yeah, absolutely, of course. Books fall off shelves, that sort of thing. But I don't, I don't think it's ghosts. I just think it's old just houses. Wonky walls. Wonky walls, exactly. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm enjoying Lockwood & Co. Definitely give it a go if you uh, have a spare few hours. Awesome. Uh, what else have I watched? I've started watching Clarkson's Farm on Amazon Prime. Second season of that's come out. Yeah. Do you know what? I, I've i never watched it. And everyone says it's great. It and is I, great. And I kind of like... But I'm sure... I know I'd enjoy it if I watched it. But I'm kind of just holding out because it's Jeremy Clarkson. And he's really objectionable. I get that. <laughs> and I'm I'm absolutely not a Clarkson fan. No, I don't. I know I you're d- not. I'm, I'm, I'm not. not. I'll say you are. But yeah. I think the way it highlights the challenges that farmers face is actually really interesting. And it, they're, doing it a com- in, they're doing it a comedy way. Yeah, yeah. But these issues that he's facing on this farm, he can deal with because he's got the money to deal with. Of course. But normal farmers haven't got this sort of money. Yeah. Like yesterday, he's plowing. In the episode I watched yesterday, he's plowing. He's just put this new 20 grand cultivator and he's going through his field and he crashes it into a telegraph pole yeah and he, he writes it off and that would destroy a farmer yeah because th- th- there's no way he can plow that field now he, he will just go out and buy a new one yeah of course. but any other farmer that would be a devastating thing he's got badgers on his farm and that's devastating for the cows because if if badgers carry tb if a cow gets tb you have to put it down yeah and it's all you hear about from brian may and all these people is how we need to save the badgers but actually, they're a real blight on farming. And they need to go, <laughs> according to well, Alice's uh, Yeah, which is why... Oh, God, look, we're getting into, like, <laughs> nature stuff yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Which is why they're, like, can be called. 
because yeah. yeah, but well, fucking Brian May is just as bad, you know, for a different <laughs> reason. It's uh, but they can't, they can't, he can't touch the sets. He can't yeah. go anywhere near them. He can't yeah. even if he runs one over, he has to report it. Yeah. It's it's crazy. It's but it's a really interesting show, but done in a funny way. Yeah, and the supporting cast were really good as well. And it's I I don't support it's him. Yeah, it is. I don't <laughs> support Jeremy Clarkson. But who else right, would have got it, mate? The yeah. stuff he goes through on that farm Vicious is, is real that other farmers are going through. But yeah. chopped his finger off in an episode last night. That was quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> what else were we watching? I watched the Fablemans on Saturday. Yes, uh, Steven Spielberg's new film. Yeah. It's like a semi-autobiographical feature. Did you like it? I did. I really liked it actually. It's it's long. Yeah. Um, enough. It's not about anything. Yeah. There's no I, story to it. I don't know I if it would really just be... enjoyed it. I, again, I think I'd be similar. I think I would enjoy it, but it's like, is it just a bit ploddy and... Steven Spielberg, he can make what he wants. Yeah, absolutely, and he has. And he's and got to this point and gone, I'm, yeah. There, there's rumours going around that he wants mate. it to be... He's saying it's his last movie. Mm. Um, obviously, take that with a pinch of salt, yeah. this is Hollywood. But if it is his last movie, if it does turn out to be his last movie, then... I think he's gone out on a high. I mean, he's told his story that he wanted to tell of his sure. life. And the the final scene, if that's the final scene he ever directs, then it's pretty fitting, I think. Okay. Michelle Williams steals it. She is amazing. It's a wonderful performance. An absolutely wonderful... The Oscar nomination is thoroughly deserved for that performance. Yeah. She plays his mother. who was His mother was like a free-spirited... Like, she'd let him get away with anything. She'd really supported sure. his hobby of making movies. And his dad was quite the opposite. His dad didn't really support him, just thought it was like something he did to piss about. So it's that, it tells that story of that family. And it, it follows his uh, growing up from like 8 to 18, I think. Yeah. For the the end is when he gets to Hollywood and it leaves her there. Just punch the mic. But yeah, I, re- I, enjoy, I actually enjoyed it. Whether I was in the right mood for it or not, I don't know, but yeah, I did maybe. quite enjoy it. And I guess he's kind of approaching it with the view of, look, I'm not saying it's my last movie. But oh, if right. it is. But if it is. It's the, one I can, it's the story I've always wanted to tell. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, his parents always pressured him to make a movie about them. Oh, right, it was okay. what they always wanted. But now they've both passed away, he's finally done it. <laughs> um, and then I went to the cinema again and I watched The Whale, Brendan Fraser's okay, yes. movie. And that is a masterpiece. Oh, it brilliant. It's magnificent. I loved every single second of it. Good. It's one of the best acting performances I've ever seen oh, by anybody. What a guy. It's, what a guy. What a performance. There's five people in that movie. Yeah. And all five of them could have got an Oscar nomination for it. Nice. Everyone in that movie is amazing. Sadie Sink is incredible in it. Yeah. Incredible. I would I would highly recommend The Whale. I think it's brilliant. Yeah, I would definitely check that out. The, um, Can't wait to see it. The, what he must have had to put himself through just to get into that suit that yeah. he's wearing and carry it around all day. It must have been a horrendous shoot for him. It's all set in one room and there's five people in it. It's on for two, two, just under two hours, I think, and it's brilliant. If he doesn't win the Oscar, there's something, something is wrong with society. But I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure he's going to. Yeah, I think, I think it would be right up there with with some of the biggest snubs if he doesn't. Yes, I agree. The, the people who say that he's he's getting it as an apology for the way Hollywood have treated him over the last fifteen years. And if that's the case, that's a shame because he deserves it for the performance. Yeah. It's the best, one of the best acting performances I've ever seen. Brilliant. And it is, if it is, if it's his comeback movie, I'll be very happy. Yeah, it's great. Good. Really, really great as well. Highly and recommended. Brendan Fraser's come across really just humble. And yeah, absolutely. He looks like just he's... so well in 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 the last 
few weeks and months as he's been doing the, the awards yeah. scene and all the interviews and have you seen the um class of 2023 oscars we always do the photo yes. don't they, with all the nominees he's just in the back of that just he's got the biggest smile on yeah. his face he looks like he's the most happy man in the world yeah which is quite a contrast to the character he plays in that <laughs> film, who is by far away not the happiest man in the world. Yeah, no, it's, it's wonderful. Yeah, the, the film finishes and there's no like music at the end, and everybody's sat in silence just watching the credits roll, and you kind of look around, wondering like, what they're just who's going to be the first oh, one to okay. get up, because <laughs> it's yeah, you were just like sometimes you look at a movie and think I can't believe how good that was. Yeah. I do you ever get when you watch a film? Are you like, I don't want to recommend that. I want that to be mine. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get it's, that it's, sometimes. It's and that's same. how I felt about it. I was like, I nearly didn't even mention it in the Discord afterwards. I was like, I kind of want that one to yeah. be my personal movie now. It's it's the whole same thing of when, uh, you know, you might you might follow or find a band. Yeah. When no one else knows them or likes them. And then a few years later, they turn out to be yeah. mega stars. And you're kind of like. I, 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 I they were mine. What, they were mine. what happened there? That, 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 I had that exact feeling after watching that movie. I was yeah. like, I kind of want to keep that to myself, but I obviously can't because yeah. I've run a podcast, <laughs> so I need to talk about this. These things that I've watched. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that it. Uh, I think met it did the hype. I think this year, going into the Oscar ceremony, is the most most of the films I've watched. Uh, the out of the like best picture nominees, yeah. I've probably seen more of them than I have in the last yeah. few years. So, I'm quite excited for the Oscar ceremony this year. So, I've actually seen some of the movies for a change. The timing's worked out quite well because we don't, although you know, first world problems, but <laughs> we don't because they've a couple of them have literally just come out the last couple of yeah. weeks in time for the Oscars over here. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, yeah, it's great. Good, Def- check them both out. They're both really good films. Awesome. I think that's Which it. Which did you prefer? The Whale, definitely. Okay. I've seen two, I would say I've seen two 10 out of 10 films this year. Yeah. So far, and it's February. And I only saw one in the whole of last year. Oh, nice. And, but so far, The Whale's the best film I've seen this year. Definitely. It was a short reign for the uh, Tom Hanks movie. <laughs> the a Man Called Otter. Yeah. They're both 10 out of 10 movies, but this one just, just edges it. If I had to watch one of them again, I'd be watching The Whale. I'd definitely watch The Whale again. 100%. Great. I think that's everything I've watched. Good. Pretty sure it is. Do you want to run through the Netflix top 10? Yeah, let's And then we'll do a real talk and then get out of here. My microphone arm is dropping rapidly and to the point where I'm having to like, <laughs> almost crouch down. It's going to be hunched over. How many different microphone arms have we gone through since we started this podcast? I know. They just don't stay don't in place, do they? don't. They? Does anybody know of a good one? I really want one. And I can't afford one, so don't, ex- don't tell me about the really expensive ones. Right. Top 10 of Netflix in the global top 10 of netflix in the week of february the 6th to february the 12th and number 10 is sniper ghost shooter that's hung around that's the one with billy zane in that we talked about last week still in the netflix top 10 i think there might be a sniper movie on our on our uh, long list oh really yeah I is that like a franchise then? oh yeah 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 i think that, i think there's a lot of sniper movies oh is there i think so okay uh number nine is a movie called enough with jennifer lopez in yeah. apparently Second week on the charts, 5.4 million viewing hours. Number eight is Sniper Ultimate Kill. Here we go. Okay, there's, a, there's a trend coming here. Who are these people? Do we know any of them? Uh, I think one of them is Tom Berenger. Oh, yes, it is. You're right. Don't know about the others. 
I those think... posters are awful. <laughs> Both of those posters. Are I just terrible. said I don't know about the others. I'm fr- I, looking at it again, and I know this is becoming an ongoing joke. I think next to Tom Berenger, <laughs> that might is. be Billy Zane. <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> How is that becoming such a thing on this show? But he has got a beard. He has got a beard in this one. And a baseball cap on. I'm completely Billy Zane blind, but you've just fallen into that trap as I well. I have, yeah. The posters are so... Look how badly photoshopped that face of hers is. <laughs> Terrible posters. I think we. I might have to put sniper movers forward for consideration as what, for watch along, so I have to do some... Uh, okay, yeah, good. Do good some show. research <laughs> into that possibility. Uh, number seven on the Netflix current top ten is Pamela, A Love Story. You watched any of this? No, I, it's, it's high up my list. I thought I it was a try... film. I thought it was a show. I didn't realize it was a film. Yeah, it's no, it's a feature documentary. I will try and do it over the next week or so. Okay, cool. Uh, number six is Lyle Lyle Crocodile. What's that? Uh, it's fun. a CGI crocodile kids film. Sounds fun. Uh, number five is The Minions, The Rise of Gru. Always That's, a Minions Always movie. a Minions movie in the charts. Number four is Bloodshot with Vin Diesel. Still in the charts. Sticking around that one. Which in our Discord we had a recommendation for. Yeah, apparently week. it's all right. Uh, it's 14.3 million viewing hours this week and it's third week of release on, this, on to Netflix. Mental. Number three has dropped two places. Is you, I sounded like a Radio 1 DJ. <laughs> in at number three down two is You People. The Eddie Murphy and Jonah Hill movie. That's dropped a lot quicker than I thought it would. Yeah, it has I actually. I stick around at the top for a while. Especially when you think that in number two this week is True Spirit. That's climbing up. That's gone up the charts. The charts. Word of mouth for True Spirit. True Spirit is uh, getting around 20.7 million viewing hours this week. Compared to last week, it had 11 million. So yeah, the world is getting around on that. It's gone from 7th to 2nd in a week. And currently number one on the Netflix global top 10 is Your Place or Mine. This is Ashton Kutcher and Reese Witherspoon's new rom-com. Oh, they love making rom-coms, don't they? I didn't even know that. (laughs) I wouldn't have recognised either of those two people in that picture. Would you not? That, that you literally like... watched Ashton Kutcher in a TV show the other week. Yeah, you that doesn't me. look like him in that picture. <laughs> it's it's not the most flattering shot of his hairline, is it? It's really not. Um, he's definitely got a five head in that picture. TV shows in the English yeah, language? Yeah, yeah, let's have a look. Um, currently number 10 is New Amsterdam Season 4. First week of release. I think that's the new series that's just come out. Yeah. Uh, you Season 3 is at number 9. Love is Blind Season 3 is at number 8. Lockwood & Co. has plummeted down the charts to number 7. So that's not, not a good sign either. Maybe I won't watch the rest of it if it's <laughs> going to get cancelled now. Uh, New Amsterdam Season 1 is at number 6. Number 5, Ginny and Georgia Season 1. Uh, number 4 is You Season 1. Number 3 is Wednesday Season 1. Still there. Yeah. 12th week on the charts. Still at number 3. Mad. Uh, Ginny and Georgia Season 2 is at number two and you season four which has only just come out this week done well 92 million viewing hours yeah. compared I, to 25 million at number two i never got uh never got past the first two episodes of you i've done the first two seasons of you i'd never got to season three never went back. yeah don't know why it was all right it's funny that you season one three and four are in the top 10 but you season two isn't <laughs> is that a bad one <laughs> and in new amsterdam new amsterdam season one and season four are in the top 10 but not two or three mm. i don't know what's going on there but it's wednesday still i think the big story up. is wednesday sticking around for 12 weeks and it's still number three it's insane 
That's three months. It is. It's crazy. Still in the top three. Mad. Absolutely mad. Right, shall we do a real talk? Let's do it. What was this week's real talk question? If you were murdered, yeah. which TV or movie detective would you want to solve the case? This might be my favourite one we've done, <laughs> but also one of the most difficult ones, I thought. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we had an answer... I, on... I mean, you're not short of options. Oh, no, not <laughs> at all. We had an answer coming from Twitter from Steve Lawson, the director that we met last last uh, last year. He's gone with Frank Dre- Frank Drebin. Brilliant. Great answer. I yeah. think it might be the right answer. I think he's just got it right. His track record, Drebin's track record, you know, he's unorthodox. Yep. But he gets the job done. He certainly does indeed. Fantastic answer that is, Steve. Well done. Did we get any answers in the Discord? Uh, we did get quite a few. Uh, Wayne in the Discord uh, is going with Benoit Blanc. Yeah, I knew somebody would have to say that. He's like the it's very on trend. at the moment, isn't he? Very on trend. Uh, Smileyton has gone with either the Benedict Cumberbatch version of Sherlock. Okay. Who did pop into my mind as an option. Yep. Or Chief Wiggum. <laughs> it's quite a difficult quite a different I like two team up. Yeah, that'd be a great little buddy cop drama. <laughs> I'm up for that. <laughs> Good uh, answers. Ross Cook has gone with the world's greatest detective, Batman. Mm, yeah, okay. Good answer. Uh, in, you know, maybe a dark... Ross must have gone in had some sort of <laughs> dark, rain-soaked Gotham night. If, yeah, of course he has. This is Ross Cook we're talking <laughs> about. Uh, Wayne's then suggested all the Sherlocks. So Cumberbatch, Johnny Lee Miller, and Robert Downey Jr. Oh, like a team-up? Yeah, like... <laughs> You know, Sherlock in the multiverse of madness or something. <laughs> I feel like you get some sort of implosion if they all teamed up together. It'd go yeah. crazy. Yeah. Uh, Wayne's choice for TV is uh, Sean Spencer and uh, Gus from Psych. I've never seen Psych. That's a good show. Good show. Uh, Alex has gone with Dexter. Was he a detective? Dexter's not a detective. Did he solve crimes? I've, I, he, he did, did solve he crimes. He did crimes. He also committed crimes. <laughs> Uh, he's a blood spatter analyst. He'd but, he'd kill you, then solve your murder. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, he was like a he was like a private detective, and he was always trying so, to figure yeah. stuff out for himself. It's a good answer. Uh, is is other answers a bit left field? Because I I just never would have pulled this from my brain. But I loved this series of this show. Uh, Molly Solverson from series one of Fargo. Yeah, it's a great answer. Great character as well. Yeah, great character. Brilliant answer. Good answer. We went on a bit of a Dexter tangent after that, didn't we? Did we? Yeah, there was a lot of Dexter chat after that. Well, I, as I think Alex changed his answer to Detective Quinn from Dexter in the end because of his man crush. Right. It's, it, no, he was useless. <laughs> what did he do? Alex will have you for dinner if you well, say he's, that. He's welcome to try. <laughs> he wouldn't even be in the top five detectives on that show. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Controversial. <laughs> I just I'm 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 scrolling through. Oh yeah, I I put one suggestion in. Go on. Recency bias, but again, just for the fun of it, Terry Seattle can have a go. <laughs> I like it. It's with some sort of ridiculous guest cast. Yeah, I like that. Terry Seattle <laughs> would be brilliant. <laughs> oh, I'll just you... stay with that then. Yeah. <laughs> Is that going to be your answer? Yeah, fine. <laughs> I mean. No, I did think about it. It's Which like... celebrity would you want to help him out? Oh, that is a good question. 
uh, <laughs> I, I would like uh, Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul, brilliant <laughs> to help out <laughs> Terry Seattle. Okay, <laughs> good answer. What a great episode that would be. Actually, Aaron Paul and Brian Cranston. Oh, together. I would watch the hell out of as that. themselves. Yeah, with Terry Seattle. That'd be a great episode of Murderville. Yeah, it would. For it. Book it. Netflix. Book <laughs> it. It might cost you some money, but yeah. book it. It'll get. It'll get the views. Hundred percent. Those two reunited would definitely get the views. Maybe I would pick just to be really niche the two guys to link it in with this week's film, which French Canadian. Yeah, I will pick Bon Cop and Bad Cop. <laughs> the two guys from Bon Cop, Bad Cop. Yeah. Nice. Good shout. I struggled with this because I don't really like police drama. Right. I don't watch a lot of police shows. But I did come up with a few answers. I can't believe nobody said it, but Jake Peralta from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Okay, right, yeah. <laughs> I would have thought somebody in the Discord would have I'd rather that. have... Yeah, any of them. Okay, yeah, any of them apart from him. Hitchcock and Scully from <laughs> Brooklyn Nine-Nine can do mine. Maybe Rosa. Yeah, any of them. Yeah. Uh, then I thought maybe Hank from Breaking Bad. Okay. Well, those are drugs. Yeah. Top. He could True. still. He's still a detective. True. Uh, but then it's obviously Danger Mouse. Maybe you've been murdered and you've been found with <laughs> like a load Probably of powder on your backside. <laughs> Always. Yeah, exactly. That's fully no, what da- I'm expecting to happen. Danger Mouse is a good shout. <laughs> Danger Mouse is my answer. Yeah. 100% is my answer. Yeah. I like it. Danger Mouse would solve my murder easy. Did you ever, ever watch any of the rebooted Danger Mouse? I didn't Mouse? ever watch any of it with oh. Alexander Armstrong. Yeah. No. I was I was a big fan when I was a kid, but I haven't gone to the reboots. You can't improve. You can't improve perfection. The original, can you? No. It spawned Count Duckula, Danger Mouse did. Yeah. Yeah. Which is one of my favourite cartoons of all time. There's a lot of shit detectives as well, isn't there? Yeah, there's all the. Why do people get all like their knickers in a twist about like <laughs> midsummer murders and all that bollocks? Poirot. <laughs> oh, to be fair, yeah. Yeah, but nobody's. Yeah. No, that's boring. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm Columbo. I, I, do a Columbo. Do maybe. a Columbo. <laughs> I did think maybe Angela Lansbury. Oh, that's a good show. I mean, she she literally solved hundreds, hundreds of murders and hundreds of murders. There's yeah. loads of it we could have picked. There are some shit ones. Like, nobody said Lufa. That would be a good one. It'd go off the rails. He would. He has. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's coming quite soon, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. I don't... Yeah, I don't know if he could... He could just stay on the straight and narrow long enough to... Actually solve my murder. Hmm. Good answers. Yeah. Good real talk. That's a really good real talk. You suggested that and I liked it. It was fun. I've got, an, I've got one potential to suggest next week as well okay. for next week as well but i'll uh i'll talk to you about that when we finished that's fine uh, because well, we've got a bit of announcement about next oh yes week. we need to probably talk about before we go yeah. uh we're having a week off we are <laughs> just randomly <laughs> no we're just gonna just randomly have a week ages. away nick's decided to go on holiday um old uh judith chalmers over there yeah it's going away again <laughs> no, that is such a niche reference <laughs> it really is <laughs> i couldn't think of anybody else in <laughs> the moment i haven't thought of judith chalmers <laughs> since so it was probably about 10. Who's the current modern day equivalent of Judith Chalmers? I literally have no idea. Richard Iowardi Travelman. Yeah, probably. Well, it's not him anymore. It's <laughs> no, is it Joe Lysett? Joe Lysett. The old Joe Lysett over here is going on holiday again. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so um, 
rather than rushing around trying to get one in, we thought we'd just have a nice week off. Let everybody regroup. We'll do a big one next. We'll do a big wave the week after. <laughs> Two weeks' time. Two weeks' time. So, yeah, so there won't be a wave or a movie show next week, um, but we'll be back after that yeah. to round out the rest of this season. Do you know what never has a week off? News. True. <laughs> but I was thinking the Discord. The Discord it never does has never an hour have off. a week off. Never. There's always people talking in yeah. there. It's great. I so love the Discord. Come and join us in there. Come and join us in the Discord. You will not miss anything. No, I'll be in there because I'll be bored now. I've got a week to do nothing. You'll be bored because you're on holiday with the family. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll just be in the Discord chatting away. I'll be Discording from the hot tub. I'll be fine. Maybe I'll do a watch along while you're away. (laughs) Keep people interested. Maybe do that. Because you never come to him anyway. I came to the last one. I was in the bath. You were in the bath at the last one. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, so we are going to have a week off next week. So there won't be a wave. There won't be a movie show next Monday or Thursday. Uh, but we'll be back the week after to bring them back, I guess, to round out the rest of this season. We've only yeah. got what ten or eleven episodes. Left. I know, it's flying by. We're like on a on the on the downhill part yeah, of this season. We are already. I'm not sure how that's happened. I don't either. It seems to have flown by. I might take some time in our week off to have a look and uh, assess my wild. Oh card. yeah, you've got your wild card to play because I still it's wide open that. this year. The wild card races. I Ross, think so. Ross is currently winning it with Nature Reborn. Yeah. That's beatable. You can beat that. Jordan. It has been beaten. It has by, been beaten. I mean, by, beaten by a wild card. It has been beaten by the randomizer. Yeah. So yeah, if Robin can beat it, you can do. You definitely can. Do I want to? That's the question. That is the question. I chose not to. <laughs> so it's whether you choose to or not. But if you choose not to, you might hand it to Ross, and nobody wants Ross to win. <laughs> so yeah, we're going to go and record a movie episode on a film called The Decline now. So let's get our French caps on and our Canadian. Beards. Beards. We've both got beards. That's cool. Um, and yeah, we're going to talk about that. And we'll be back a week on Monday for The Wave and a week on Thursday for the movie show. No, we'll be back this Thursday for the movie show. We will. Then we'll be back a week on Monday and then we'll be back a week on Thursday. Cheers. Bye.